Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday to June 2022. Our bit today comes from 1 John 4, 8, which says, He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Well, friends, check out the bright, sunshiny, cool Friday morning uh, and shout, TGIF, thank God it's it's Friday. (laughs) Yes, let's give thanks to the Father for allowing us to see another blessed day on this great earth of his. It's only right and proper to give our creator his just due for creating us. And then when we had gone astray, for loving us so much that he sacrificed his only son, Jesus Christ, that we could find our way safely back to him. Oh, my faithful brethren in Christ, there is no bond as strong as that of the bond we term love. And it's only when we are directly connected to the Father through the Son and the Holy Spirit that we can ever fully understand and experience the awesome power, majesty, and strength that makes up the godly attribute called love. Remember yesterday, we saw where Bro Paul called it the greatest, and regardless of what else we have, if we don't have love, in essence, we don't have anything at all. And today, we're going to look at a few other scriptures that show us how important love is to God's universe and all therein. And there's no better verse to begin with than this one from the wisdom of Cousin Saul in Proverbs, where he states, Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins. Mama, mama! How truly powerful must that thing call love beer if it can cover up all sins and it comes from proverbs 10 12 and you know what that's not only talk because we saw it at work in christ's death on the cross for us where through his awesome love he took all our sins on his sinless shoulders so that we could be cleansed washed white as snow, and made righteous with the Father? And what did Brother David say about the Father's love in Psalm 103? He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy or loving kindness toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. And that comes from Psalm 103, 10 to 12. My people, what a wonderful God we serve. And how can we not sincerely revere and worship him when he casts away our sins as far as the east is from the west, forgets them and never brings them up? even when we come to him for help and succor. Yes, friends, God's love is unconditional. There are no strings attached to it. He might not like what we do, but he will always love 
and welcome us when we come to him. For that's just who he is, a God of love. Now, listen to how John puts it in his first epistle where he says, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And it's as simple as that, friends. God is love. And if you don't know him, then you don't know true love. And if you don't have love, then it's impossible for you to truly know God. And I like how John describes love later on. As he says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath or involves torment. And he that feareth is not made perfect in love. And that comes from John, 1 John 4.18. And the scholars explain that verse thus when they talk about the line that fear had torment. They say, abject fear of God is based on dread of punishment. But God's love for us renders such dread obsolete. Fear is still part of the Christian walk in the sense of profound reverence, the unwillingness to violate God's trust in us. And they quote a couple of verses here, Acts 10, 35 and 2 Corinthians 7, 1. And then they continue, Believers need not fear eternal rejection as a result of God's judgment. And they quote John 5, 24. But this does not mean a Christian's approach to God is to be casual and flippant. Definitely not, my fellow saints. We might not need to be afraid of the Lord, but that doesn't mean we can just behave as obnoxious and irreverent as we want to. As Brother Paul wrote to the Roman church about being under grace, not the law, he says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. And that comes from Romans 6, 14, 15. And certainly not, my people, we shouldn't sin just because we are under grace and not under the law. Because the powerful spirit of grace that we are living under the great love we feel for our Heavenly Father ought to make us be very sensitive to sin and what displeases Him. And then we have Peter who gives us his two cents words on the subject of love, where he says, And above all things, have fervent charity or love among yourselves, for charity or love shall cover a multitude of sins. And that comes from 1 Peter 4, 8. Yes, he quotes Cousin Saul from Proverbs. And so too does James, Jesus' brother, when he writes to the Jewish diaspora. He says, Brethren, if any of you do err or wander from the truth, and one convert him or turns him back, let him know that he which converted or turns the sinner from the error of his way, shall save a soul from death, and shall hide or cover a multitude of sins. And that comes from James 5.20. Yes, friends, 
That powerful thing called love can do amazing things. That's why we say it's what makes the world go round. And that's the awesome truth. For without some amount of love in it, our world would be even more chaotic than it currently is. But we do need much, much more to improve the situation, to turn it around. And when we need something, what's the first thing we ought to do? Eh? Pray. So let's do that right now. Nah. Let's go to the throne of grace through our Friday chant, asking for divine help, because it's only the Lord's omnipotence can help us in these terrible times. As one sincere voice then, Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion and havoc that the COVID-19 virus and our many other problems are causing. We can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the virus and unrest in our streets. So Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold Show them the error of their ways. And please introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic and the unrest in the streets as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, Lord, we need them to wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And friends, after praying, what ought we to do? Keep the promises we made in our prayer and wait in expectant faith for God's positive answer. So let's do just that right now. Nah? Much love. And the postscript for today says, if only we had more love, more of God, our world would be such a wonderful place. And that's the indisputable facts, friends. With more love in this world, oh, you wouldn't believe how nice our world could be. So please, let's get out there and show love now. Let the love of Christ come out in our, come from our hearts and show it out there to all the others who we come into contact with so they too can see it and show it to anybody else. And we pray all of that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.